How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. It's been a long offseason. It's been a long couple of months. Our 2021-2022 season coverage gets underway now. We've got week one to meet the opponents today. We will be ma- taking a look at the Bears' week one opponents. They will head to SoFi Stadium on Sunday night to face the Los Angeles Rams, a very new-look team with Matthew Stafford at the helm. We're going to be taking a look at the Rams as a whole, talking a little bit about what the Bears have to do offensively and defensively if they want to give themselves a chance behind Andy Dalton in this game. Before we hop into this one, I would like to say, man, uh, this is this is surely nostalgic. It, it feels good to be heading into our second season of fully covering the Bears um, and our fourth season overall covering them. Um, so if you want bears content every day of the week, we're going to be posting five, six podcasts a week. Um, not only do we want to, but we have to, uh, to feel good about ourselves just to get our weekly coverage out. So do us a favor. If you haven't already drop a like, subscribe, follow wherever you are listening. And we're going to keep you guys in tune, uh, with the most comprehensive bears coverage on the web all summer or all season, man, we're out of the summer now, but I am your host, Chris Malpe today. Back again, meet the opponents. It feels weird. I am joined with my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, tough weekend for IU. Uh, go Hawkeyes. I had to throw that in there, but how are you doing, my man? Um, doing pretty good. It's, I mean, obviously a tough loss there, but just recovering uh, from that and obviously the weekend. And It's just nice to have a Monday off. You know, it's, I guess, no it feels. It feels weird doing this. Exactly. It really it does. does. It feels weird recording this, uh, meet the opponents, but I'm excited. Uh, it's finally here. The football season's literally three days away, so couldn't be much hyped. Um, the Bears are back, basically. So let's let's get into it. Lots lots to unpack. So <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, and before we get into this one, I would like to say we have a message from our sponsor today. So let's roll that right now. Do you guys like Easy Money? Thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. If you didn't know, a game hasn't ended with a score 0-0 zero to zero since World War II, so this is a sure bet. Head over to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and if any team scores between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Week 1 opener, you win. The best bet you can make is a sure one. MyBookie is also playing playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest. It only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get into the game and join now. Head to mybookie.ag today and use our promo code BD and instantly receive double your first deposit. That doubles your funds and doubles your winnings. Again, that is promo code BD to receive double your first deposit and get started with my bookie today. Thank you so much for sponsoring my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, and anywhere with my bookie. All right. Thank you so much again, my bookie, for sponsoring. Once again, use code BD. You can get double your funds and cash out this season. So be sure to go head over to their website. The link's going to be in the top of the description. Parth, a lot to cover today. Los Angeles Rams, man. Uh, it's a team the Bears have played, I believe, the last three years. Um, it's a team they would have played in the playoffs in 2019 had Cody Park been able to make a kick. 
But let's start this off by taking a look uh, at the depth chart like we always do. We we might change up the way that we do these episodes in the future, but for now, we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. Just absolutely run through the Rams um, and see what they're about and talk about it. And then talk a little bit about the Bears at the end, obviously, as well. So Los Angeles Rams depth chart, obviously, SoFi Stadium for Sunday Night Football on this one. It's going to be Matthew Stafford's first start as the quarterback of the Rams. They made the big trade in the offseason, moved Goff and a couple of picks over to be able to get him. At the running back position, they are a little bit weaker. Obviously, their number one guy, Cam Akers, I believe out for the season. So Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle is going to be the tandem that steps up. We know the Rams for their wide receivers if you play fantasy football at all. I'm sure you know about these Rams wide receivers. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods lead the way. They also added Deshaun Jackson this offseason, drafted 2-2 Atwell out of Louisville, uh, and also still have Van Jefferson, uh, I believe, entering his second year out of Florida. So some pretty good depth at wide receiver. Stafford definitely has some weapons. Tyler Higby is going to be leading the way there at tight end for them. And then they have a pretty solid offensive line, two notable names, Rob Havenstein and Andrew Whitworth, as well as Austin Corbett, Brian Allen, and David Edwards. So, Parth, uh, this is going to be no tough task for the Bears defense, uh, a defense we've seen perform well since 2018, take on a very big load in a lot of these games. So, taking a look at the Rams offense, Matthew Stafford, uh, a familiar face to Chicago fans. What do you think about what this group has to offer? They're going to be an explosive offense this year. Um, it's the fa- <clears throat> it's, I don't know if they can get it going week one, though. Um, that's the thing. Uh, it's a new quarterback in a new place. Uh, so there's definitely an advantage there for sure. Um, again, the Bears have a new quarterback also. The same can be said there for them. So that's one thing. Um, but, you know, they do have really good wide receivers in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Uh, these two have been playing together for a while now, and they thrived with Jared Goff and expect them to play even better with Matthew Stafford. You know, Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than Jared Goff, obviously. So these two are going to be playing really well. <clears throat> and Tyler Higby, uh, I think he finally – has the tight end position to himself. Yeah, yeah Gerald um, Everett went up exactly. to Seattle. So Everett was there back in the day, so now it's him by himself. I think he can put up some big numbers. The dude was a beast for the Rams whenever he played. Uh, that offensive line is also pretty good. Um, I think Matthew Stafford's going to have a really good year this year, one of his best years in the NFL. Um, but, again, it's the week one. Uh, it's his new team. There's definitely going to be some nerves on that offensive side of the ball. Definitely some – I don't know if Stafford played much in the preseason, if not at all. So, you know, there's going to be that also. So the Bears defense can definitely uh, pounce on the opportunities. Stafford has played the Bears for a long time, and we've seen him struggle at times. Uh, He has thrown the ball over. Again, that was with Detroit. This is a whole new different team. But um, I I do expect the Bears defense to still be able to create some pressure on this Rams offense. I'm a little surprised to hear that from someone who said that Matthew Stafford's going to end up as a top 10 quarterback of all time and a Hall of Famer. Um, But yeah, uh, he does win some rings in L.A. He's got that covered. (laughs) We'll see about that, man. I don't know about top 10 of all time. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, obviously Stafford is someone who, when he was in the NFC North with the Detroit Lions, Mm -hmm. was severely underrated when he was able to be healthy which was uh, scarce at some times. Uh, he, he put up really good numbers. He, I think he was one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league um, with the Lions. Never won a division title, never won a playoff game. I believe only one or two playoff appearances there yeah. with the Lions. But this is an entirely new ball game for him. He's going to be under Sean McVay running the offense that works for him. Um, and we'll get into what the Bears need to do a little bit later. But 
this entire game defensively for Chicago might come down to how good the cornerbacks can play for the Bears because they are looking very thin there. Um, and the wide receivers for the Rams will cook you uh, if, if, if you yeah, let them see. They're very fast. Uh, they're yep. really good route runners. I mean, Cooper Cups has been dominating the league for a while yeah. now. Yeah, and Tutu Probably Atwell, uh, I know he's a rookie, and I believe he was taken in either the third or fourth round, but he's someone to keep an eye on as well. Van Jefferson yeah. also. Van Jefferson is a yeah, red got zone some, threat. Yep. Got so, some action uh, against us last year. Uh, yeah. Robert Woods, obviously, another name. It's going to come down to can the Bears stop the wide receivers. I believe they can plug the run. You know I like what the Bears have up front now. Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, obviously, back. That moves Bilal Nichols into a rotational nose tackle spot. And I'm really looking forward to that because I do think the Bears' front seven has some death. But, I, I you know, I'm a little way, bit worried. Yeah, the Sean yeah. McVay can create some insane space for his wide receivers the way he draws up those plays and with our corners i do i, I understand why you're worried because yeah i mean our corners are inexperienced their receivers have been playing for a while now so those two guys can definitely torch us and they had i think last year they actually put up some big numbers so yeah uh the wide receiver room looks real good for the rams uh i do believe the bears maybe have a slight advantage when it comes to defensive front versus their offensive line mm -hmm. um it, once again, it's just another kind of what-if question. How's Robert Quinn going to play? Because he was pretty ineffective in 2020. He looks to be healthier this year. Um, but it's good to have Eddie Goldman back. I'm I, I'm pretty saw, I'm pretty confident that the Bears hopefully will be able to hold uh, Daryl Henderson, which, by the way, he's a good running back, uh, to a, a substantially low amount of yards. Um, you can come back and clip this if if he has the game of his life. And Sonny Michelle is also someone who's been pretty solid in the past, but I'm a little bit worried about how the Bears match up uh, against any team with a, with a loaded wide receiver core right now. We just have to see how guys like Kendall Vildor, Duke Shelley, Artie Burns can play. Um, but this Rams offense is explosive. Stafford uh, is an underrated quarterback, so uh, the Bears are going to have a tough day at the office for sure defensively. Let's take a look at this Rams defense now. Uh, move a little bit further down the depth chart. Obviously, Andy Dalton starting for the Bears in his first game. He has no easy task. Um, the Rams want a base 3-4 defense, and man, they have some dogs on this defense. Some familiar names from years past. Sean Robinson, Aaron Donald, Kenny Young, Troy Reader, Leonard Floyd, Darius Williams, Taylor Rapp is still there. Obviously, they also have Jalen Ramsey, so... Uh, this defense is pretty loaded, uh, and I only mentioned a couple of names there, Parth. Andy Dalton, you know, maybe he could be a little bit better than Nick Foles was down there uh, in 2020, but it's going to be a tough day for him as well, and the Bears focused on the offense uh, from what it seems mostly the entirety of this offseason. The offensive line still uh, has some holes from what it seems. Tevin Jenkins obviously isn't going to be suiting up in this one. So what do you think about how the Bears offense matches up with this Rams D? Um, I mean, I'm scared to see Andy Dalton face this uh, Rams secondary. Uh, you named it with Jerry Andy Rams. Dalton might be the sacrificial lamb here. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what the Bears are basically doing. I mean, they could have just started Justin Fields like the rest of the world wanted us to and uh, hope Justin Fields played well against this Rams defense on Sunday night football, but you know, Matt Nagy just wants to save that. I don't I expect Justin Fields to be ready and ready to go next week, I feel like. But Andy Dalton's definitely got a tough task here. Uh, this Rams defense has a lot of big names Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd in the front. I think those two guys are going to have a really good game. Uh, this Bears offensive line is obviously shaky, it's injury riddled right now. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to exactly start. Uh, at the tackle position, but I feel like Aaron Donald or Leonard Floyd are both going to have 
at least a sack. Um, I think those two have played, those two played really well together last year. Leonard Floyd uh, found his spark and groove in, in LA, uh, in Chicago, he definitely struggled. He had the potential. We all knew that it was just a matter of time. And, Came out at uh, the wrong time, man. Exactly. The Rams got it to work. Uh, so I'm excited to see that obviously. Um, and then Jalen Ramsey, I think he might have an interception off of Andy Dalton. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. Ramsey's one of the best cornerbacks in the league, so that's just going to be a tough task. Ask exactly. I, I believe last year, one facing Ramsey, Robbins, Allen Robinson, the Bears wide receiver, one obviously someone who I think is highly touted as one of the better mm-hmm. wide receivers in the league and one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. Um, I think the best wide receiver in 2020, other than Kenny Galladay, at high pointing passes and making difficult catches. Um, he only had one reception for 42 yards, and it was basically in garbage time uh, against Jalen Ramsey. I know the storyline for this game. Is going to be uh, Darnell Mooney, Jalen Ramsey. Are we going to see them face off? Um, but Andy Dalton's got to get the ball to his receivers if the Bears want to do anything here. Uh, I see this being a game where it's going to be tough for the Bears to run the ball. Uh, David Montgomery is awesome, but he might have to start getting it going week two against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so, you yeah, know, this is going to be a tough task for Yeah, yeah tough front seven. And you mentioned Leonard Floyd, obviously. Uh, only a really tack- good yeah, yeah, 40 tackles and three sacks in 2019 with the Bears. He goes to the Rams on, I believe, a two year deal. Uh, 55, sa- 55 tackles and 10 and a half sacks last year. So, uh, Floyd really turned it around, yeah. and the, the Bears are going to have some trouble here. Um, I, I, I think if I had to look for any weak spot, on this Rams defense, I'd maybe look towards the linebackers and maybe try and utilize your tight ends. The Bears do have a pretty solid tight end room with some experience. Cole Komet coming back after having a pretty good offseason where he got a lot stronger and looks a lot better in training camp. Uh, Jimmy Graham, someone who accounted for eight touchdowns last year, and then Jesse James, someone who has experience in this league. Um, it should be interesting to see how those guys do. Training camp, so you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears use the tight ends more in this game. I like, I would like that idea, honestly. Utilize the middle of the field, get Andy Dalton comfortable in the pocket because one of the easiest throws is to the tight end. You know, I think the tight ends are big body guy. You can, he can find it. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Uh, this this Rams defense is obviously ranked number one uh, coming into the year. They were ranked number one last year, so there's a lot of uh, hype around them and their defense. So let's see if they can shut down this Bears offense, who obviously struggles um, and will struggle if they're playing a top defense. So. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Chicago's speedy playmakers that they brought mm-hmm. in uh, make an impact in this game. I think there's a lot that falls on Marquise Godwin's shoulders, a lot that falls on Demir Bird's shoulders um, as well at wide receiver four. He's someone who had 600-plus yards and two receiving touchdowns last year with the Patriots, is known for his speed in these games. So that's going to be interesting. David Montgomery is also pretty solid out of the backfield. We'll see some Damian Williams. Um, but this is going to be no easy task for the Bears. Uh, this defense is probably as close to a brick wall as you can come. So, um, yeah, good luck, Chicago. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but before it closes one out, let's talk offensively and defensively. Uh, we've kind of hit these points a little bit uh, earlier, but um, Parth, let's start with the defense just because we're fresh off or offense just because we're fresh off the Rams defense. What do you think the Bears have to do offensively? If they, I, I mean, I, I wrote there in the caption if they want to win this game, but if, if they want to give themselves a shot, yeah. uh, what do you think Matt Nagy dialing up plays? What do you think he needs to do uh, with Andy Dalton under center? 
I really hope we can find some success with the run game early. I think that is crucial against any good defense. Man, that's a tall order. You're talking anyway, about against Leonard Floyd. It is a tall it, order. But, you know, David Montgomery entering his third season, you know, he's got all that hype around him. I think he can. Um, uh, Matt Nagy needs to give him the opportunity, you know, feed him 20 times. Regardless of what the outcome is, you have to feed, feed David Montgomery 20 times a game. Uh, and I want that. I want to start that early. Uh, I want to build off of that and try to create some play action for Andy Dalton because the easier the throws are for Dalton, uh, the better it is for us. Um, so to create some of that play action, that misdirection, it's going to help us gain some advantage against this really good defense because they don't really have much holes. So you got to find ways to create holes and create them, entice them into some situations, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dave Montgomery had an okay game last year. Obviously, the Bears lost 24 to 10, and it really wasn't even a contest. The Bears no. didn't even score. Um, they scored three points offensively, and then Eddie Jackson had a fumble scoop six. Uh, Dave Montgomery did have 14 carries for 48 yards, 3.4 yards per carry. But I do like a point that you brought up that he just needs the ball at the end of the day. Matt Nagy committed to him in some games last year, didn't in some games last year. He had over 1,000 yards, I believe, was tied for fifth. Um, in terms of rushing yards in the league. Uh, so David Montgomery does need to get carries. And I think just scripting plays for Dalton in the beginning is going to be big. Uh, the Bears have a lot of fast receivers, and it's going to be a tough day for Allen Robinson, if I'm being completely honest. We've seen Jalen Ramsey do this to him the last couple of years, ever since AR arrived in Chicago. Uh, so guys like Darnell Mooney, who's entering his second year, Marquise Godwin, someone who we haven't seen anything from in a while, but is a solid in training team. camp. Huh? I was wondering how long Allen Robinson and Ramsey were teammates in Jacksonville for. Yeah, yeah, uh, they shadowed each other for a while. They definitely go um, back a long way, so you know that's you understand why Ramsey's got his edge on him. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 gonna have to be uh, second man guys stepping up. Um, Darnell Mooney's got to use his speed. I think one of the biggest things that we got out of that game last year is when we realized wow, Darnell Mooney can really create separation. Uh, he was missed on so many deep balls. Uh, and Dalton's going to have to hit him. So uh, the Bears are probably going to have to try and protect up front as much as they can. I assume uh, Aaron Donald's probably going to be double teamed for most of the night. Um, James Daniels, good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Sam Mustafer as well. So yeah. we'll see if Leonard Floyd can create the pressure that he wasn't able to create for years in Chicago. But uh, the playmakers are going to have to get open, and Dalton's going to have to hit him. That's a pretty tall order. I don't know if I really see the run game getting going in this one. But, you know, uh, if one Bears wide receiver can step up and Jalen Ramsey isn't guarding him, maybe that can take some attention off mm -hmm. of Allen Robinson, someone who we know is a bona fide playmaker, uh, and we can get something going in the passing game. I also think utilizing the tight ends as much as possible, especially someone like Jimmy Graham with a ton of experience in this league, especially in the red zone, is going to be important as well. Um, you, you, it's going to be tough to take the top off this defense, but um, if you can work the middle of the field, uh, the first and second level throws, I think you can give yourself a good chance in this one. So let's move on to the other side of the ball, Parth. Obviously, defensively, it's going to be a tall order for the Bears here. Um, and once again, it's it's almost tough to evaluate this just because we haven't seen the Bears' secondary get out there. But uh, I think you have to bank on someone like Kendall Vildor stepping up if you want um, to give yourself a chance at stopping the Rams' offense. I trust Jalen Johnson. He had points in his first year where he was a little bit inconsistent or maybe made some rookie mistakes. But heading into year two, it's going to be, once again, another tall order on his plate um, to be able to step up and cover Woods um, as well as Cup. 
Um, I, I do think the Bears will be able to hopefully shut down the run game, though. I really like what they have going in the front seven. So I think it's all going to lie on the Bears' as secondary in this one, uh, at least in terms of stopping Matthew Stafford and the Rams' offense. Completely separate from what the Bears have to do offensively. If the Bears want to give themselves a chance in this one, the secondary is going to need to step up. Uh, Eddie Jackson is going to be back, I believe, at the free safety position uh, under Sean Desai. We saw him be back. He was back there a little bit last year with Chuck Pagano, um, but just hasn't really been the same player now for about two years. So the Bears secondary as a whole is going to step up. I do like what the Bears have at safety, uh, obviously with Deshaun Gibson, a name that really hasn't been brought up all offseason. The Bears brought him back on a veteran minimums deal. Um, him and Eddie Jackson, I think, will hold it down, but it's really going to fall on these young guys, these cornerbacks, to be able to step up. And I think the Bears defense is regressing a little bit obviously since that 2018 season but I still think they're definitely a strong unit especially up front so the Bears are going to have to pull all all the rabbits out of the hat if they want this one to go well um but defensively I think the the mindset just has to be shut them down uh by any means possible so Parth before we close this one off meet the opponents week one what do you think the Bears have to do defensively uh if they want to slow down Matthew Stafford in this Rams offense Create some pressure on him. I feel like Matthew Stafford, when he has pressure on him, he struggles. Uh, so if you're able to get pressure on him, it's just going to make it easier for these corners, like you said. Hypo- I, yeah, yeah. Hypothetically, I mean, even though the the Rams have a decent offensive line, mm-hmm. the Bears should be winning that battle at the line of scrimmage. In my exactly, hundred percent. I mean, Khalil Mack should should at least pick up a, a hope. He's never the problem. Once again, I mean, like, it's going to fall on Robert Quinn. Uh, I trust Eddie Goldman and Akeem Hicks enough, but Robert Quinn is such a domino in that Bears front seven. I like what the Bears have at linebacker too. It looks like it's going to be Roquan and Alec Ogletree starting. Yep. Um, but yeah, getting pressure on Stafford's going to be it's important because uh, when he, when you can get pressure on him, he's unstable. He can get a little bit uh, carefree Parent with, the with his throws. Exactly. Yes. So you know that only helps out a guy like Kendall Vildor, who's going to be starting uh, Week One uh, against. Probably Woods or Cup, I and mean, that's no easy task for someone who's, I think it's his second year in the league, uh, just trying to get some ground. I mean, he's gonna be starting his first game as an outside corner, so there's a lot, there's a tall task for Kendall Vildor, obviously, and this defense. Um, but I think they're up to it. I think Khalil Mack, uh, Robert Quinn, uh, what's it called, Nakeem Hicks, they got these guys ready. Uh, I think those three have to get a couple of sacks, have to force that early pressure, and get into Stafford's face early. And obviously, got to stop the run game. Um, you cannot let Sony Michelle or Daryl Henderson get big yards on us because that would just not be something. If the I would run game think. guts us, I'd highly doubt Chicago's chances of winning. Exactly. And it's going to be big I, on a key mix. If as I well. see Henderson break out for a 20, 25 yard run early in the first quarter, it's going to make me mad. I'm going to be, I'm going to be pretty upset that that's. You're going to have some some uh, Twitter You're figures on fire. Exactly. For sure. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I guess just one more thing before we close out. It's going to be big on a key mix as well. Um, yeah. I mean, Eddie Goldman is is such a mystery. I I trust that he's going to be solid, but Akeem Hicks is someone throughout the last two years who we've seen. Uh, I hate to say it, we've seen him age. Uh, we've seen him get more injured. Um, and yeah, just he get used to be a dominant force, up. and he's yeah, it's his, it's his last year in Chicago. Uh, at least for now, we'll see if a contract extension comes. That's going to be an interesting topic to talk about because of Bilal Nichols, obviously, and Eddie Goldman still being on contract. Uh, but it's going to be a big game for him as well. Uh, he's going to have to help out Khalil Mack. I know uh, whether or not it, it shows up on the stat sheet, Mack always shows up. Yeah, um, but I it's going to be big on Akeem Hicks as well. So, yeah, man, feels rusty doing that. Uh, but that will conclude 
our week one episode of Meet the Opponents. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thank you, mybookie.ag, for sponsoring today's video. Once again, if you'd like to double your first deposit on mybookie, head to the link at the top of the description. Use code BD, and you can double your first description, your first deposit. Man, uh, we're a little bit rusty, and it feels so weird doing this whole content again, but if you guys would like more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. That link is also at the top of the description. You can find columns, articles, and blogs. We're really getting that going once again uh, as we head into the season here, getting you guys content for the 2021 season. We want to have the most comprehensive coverage on the web. Do us a favor if you haven't already, drop a like, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening. We're going to keep coming back each and every day with videos for you guys. I can promise you that, actually, because we're grinding. Um, we're going to be pre-recording videos, getting you guys all the Bears content that you need, but head over to our website as well to see more from us. If you'd like to enter giveaways that we're doing, I'm sure we're going to be doing a Justin Fields jersey giveaway soon, probably at the beginning of the season, uh, to get you guys hyped up for him eventually subbing in. Uh, if you'd like to enter our giveaways, once again, that we do probably bi-monthly. If you would like to see some sneak peeks of special guests that we're going to have on the show, and we're going to have a plethora of them throughout the season on. And also, if you'd like to interact with us and let us know what you want to see on the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. And finally, you can find the links to our personal pages down in the description. Instagram and Twitter pages, me and Parth have really been going hard on Twitter the entire summer into the fall here, and we're also very active on Instagram. It's a great way to see our thoughts on all things Bears, the National Football League, the entirety of Chicago sports, and just another great way to interact with us. So, Parth Shaw, it's been a long offseason, my man, uh, and it feels nostalgic. It feels good to finally be in this spot once again. But any last words before we close this one out? No, it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm gonna be actually back in Chicago for the game, so I'm excited for that. Um, hopefully, we can pull this one out. It's gonna be a tough one. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff we still have to unpack throughout the week. Um, stay tuned for more episodes. Like Chris said, we're gonna be grinding out episodes almost every day of the week now. Uh, it's the season. Might so be every day of the week. We might be back on our old grind. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's during the season. We usually grind really hard during the season. Even we have school, work, internships. So we're going to be pr producing as much as content. College athletics. Literally. <laughs> can't forget that. We got our D3 tennis player right here, Chris Maltby. So, yeah, uh, I mean, but we're just going to produce as much as content for you guys. I mean, we love the Bears and we love you guys. So that's about it for today. Yeah, uh, we've got a whole plethora of things coming the rest of the week. Three key matchups, fan mail Friday, pregame show, postgame show. Those always get interesting. Yeah, uh, postgame shows gonna, be fun. Yeah, and we're going to keep you guys uh, in the loop for sure. We've had some legendary week one postgame shows in the past. I remember <laughs> that Green Bay game. It was Max's first game, and it was so up and so down, but we'll see how this one goes. And then last Our week year was one, so fun, too. Uh, with yeah. Mitchell Trubisky's comeback. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what a weird thing. That, that was last year. It feels like it was a long time ago, but yeah. Yeah, uh, our week one coverage getting underway now. It definitely feels good to be back. Uh, your guys' support keeps us going all off se our all season. Um, it's finally here. I guess that's all I have to say. Uh, we are here, and this entire week's going to fly by. We got Bucks Cowboys here on Thursday, uh, and then a, a ton of games on Sunday. I believe fifteen. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot to look forward to. Excuse me, and then there's some on Monday as well. But guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe, and Bears fans. As always, keep coming back for Bears-Rams coverage all week and the rest of the season. Stay safe, and as always, 
bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.